Bill, we are back with another show uh, here on the podcast. Another That Range of Life, a show sometimes about golf. Um, and early on, we meet that sometimes part because somehow we go off on a tangent about Super Bowl, uh, the vernacular that we can legally use, uh, which then turns into a conversation about jerseys and rules around wearing them and who can wear them and what kind you can wear. Uh, it's quite a thing. But we do eventually talk some golf, uh, including uh, the Phoenix Open. Uh, we have some some things we have to, to talk about around uh, Scotty Scheffler and, uh, and golf Twitter in general. Uh, and then uh, we also have our, our resident gambling expert, Brother Mark had himself a big weekend that we got to talk about. And he is also back with a pick for Riviera, which is very exciting. Uh, I think that's about it. Did I cover it? Sounds about right. I'm like, you know, <laughs> this is a, this is an episode full of topsy-turvy curves and winding roads and everything you want out of two knuckleheads like us. So uh, everybody, welcome to That Range Life. Welcome back to another wonderful, exciting episode of That Range Life, a show sometimes about golf here on That Range Life, a YouTube channel sometimes about golf. <laughs> I'm Bill Bush of DriveRangeHeroes.com, at Range Heroes, and all your favorite social media platforms. That is my dearest of dear friends, Chris McEwen, at Chris Hello, McEwen, yeah. on most of those platforms, except Facebook. You'll still find them. Do the thing. Yeah. yeah. I had another, uh, oh, I do, I remember, so... True to form for us, technical difficulties getting started up. Um, and we talked about the desk scenery is now no longer in frame due to using a different right. camera. But I thought of this before uh, before coming on this evening. We have not specifically shouted out in a long time the official golf ball of that range life. It's true. Bridgestone. It's true. So uh, with the golf seasons kicking up here and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's time to for a lot of people to stock up. Make sure you check out the Bridgestone Golf Balls. There's an option for everybody. Do the do the whole online fitting if you want. Yeah, they got the online thing. They've also got don't they have the new robot guy uh, that's also can fit you at a range for I'm those little, that can go to a range. I mean, that scares me like the whole Skynet thing, Terminator. It scares yeah. my soul. So, <laughs> right. uh, but if you're not worried about that, you should check one of those out. For yeah, sure. for sure. Hey, real quick too, while we're uh, doing some shout outs uh, before we get into it, um, you had mentioned a new follower, a new subscriber last week, uh, Brian, who found us via sub 70 reviews. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and he and I are becoming fast friends. He is going back in the archives and watching stuff and commenting on everything. So just real quick shout out to Brian. We appreciate you. Glad you're here. Thanks for watching, man. And tell a friend. The best. Tell I'm sure friend. I can only imagine he's told friends and if they're anything like our friends, they probably just rolled their eyes because he's probably the lone golf psycho amongst them. Or but a, either way, still. Or a special type of psycho amongst the golf psychos. Right. Um, right. Did we yeah. just speak, speaking of that, telling friends, uh, did we do get, subscribe? Go down below, subscribe, hit the bell, mm -hmm. do, do all the things. Say hi to Brian in the comments. And yeah. um, if you're listening to the podcast, rate and review and do all do all that great stuff. We'd really appreciate it. And again, 
tell a friend word of mouth is always the best we couldn't we couldn't do this without people like you guys the viewers and the listeners you gotta say that we could it just wouldn't be as fun yeah, all right. Yeah, I just figure. Right. I feel like every video I watch because I watch I, I watch a ton of YouTube these days. Like yeah. I, I barely even watch any real programming on anything else. It's <laughs> yeah. just YouTube. So uh, I feel like it's not a YouTube video if you don't say it. What are you watching so much of on YouTube? A lot of skateboarding, fishing. Really? Uh, fishing? Oh, that, that's apropos to because uh, Mark's back this week with a uh, with a pick. And we're going to get to Mark here in a minute. Yeah, yeah. We got to um, talk about him. If he, oh my he, God. So he's, if, if he has any good fishing content, because I, I, so one of my channels, I really enjoy, um, it's weird because I feel like it's sort of counter to uh, my personality, but I enjoy Meat Eater channel a lot. And it's a lot of hunting, fishing, outdoorsy stuff. And they have this current, they have some really good stuff, but um, this current fishing series they're doing are these two dudes or buddies and they're it's like the montana walleye tour and they just go around every like i don't know it's every weekend but it's different walleye ter- fishing tournaments in montana at different lakes over weekends oh man it's fine but I, it's just not clicking with me I'm like i don't know i just don't love yeah. it so i'm like well i gotta avoid to fill oh i watch a lot of um watch a lot of camping videos <laughs> where they like you know they're like they're, sort like of, they're survivalists or they're just camping um maybe a mix of both stealth oh camp God. stealth camping i and I, what I think, is that what is stealth camping so they just where, go where no one else is and like hide or think about like you're driving down the highway and you're there's like the big medians with like woods in the middle of them and they might like sneak into one of those and camp okay yeah there's some of those on the way up if you go towards wisconsin you get you get to those oh well, Actually, when I watched the camp, shout out camping with Steve, um, <laughs> these guys got like one he, over the pandemic. He, he yeah, one point three million followers or whatever, um, and it's a good channel. He's Canadian, um, but I was watching him do that one a while ago, and I go, yeah, there's a lot of those spots on the drive yeah. up to where. Yeah. Like I'm gonna go camp in a median on a highway. Right. Like that's I'm gonna do. I won't even camp in my backyard, let alone a median on the highway. Yeah, right. Oh Jeez. My God. So anyway, uh, yeah, let's get into the Phoenix Open. And I mean, let's just kick right into things. Yeah. Yeah. We've, anyway, we've been, yes. We've so, been talking um, about Mark having to like make more content contributions because of his pick videos that are so good. But <laughs> I think we might have fallen into something here. Well, OK, so let's just back back up a little bit. The reason that we do the bit in the first place with Mark and his pick every you know, so often is um, way back. I don't even remember what tournament it was at this point, but he threw he threw some money on Will Zalatoris to win some bucks, right? To to win a tournament. I felt like uh, I needed a hat change. I'm sorry. And uh, and he won, and whatever he won, like a hundred bucks or something, right? Like whatever. And we're like, well, now we have our gambling bit, right? Because you and I, I gamble, but like I'm not giving advice on it. Um, and quite honestly, we don't take that shit that, that seriously anyway. So anyways, that's why Mark originally started showing up on the channel during this show whenever he would have a pick for us, uh, which again, he's back this week and I think you're really going to appreciate it. Anyways, uh, so the first round of the Phoenix Open is delayed because of frost. So they don't finish it on Thursday. They're going to finish it up on Friday morning. Well, Friday morning, I get a text from my brother who's at work and can't really follow it. And he's asking me, 
what's Jason Day doing? I need a Jason Day update. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he sends me a screenshot of the bet that he's made. He put $10 on Jason Day to be in first place after the first round. It paid plus 7,000. So he won $700 on his bet on Jason Day. So now I think we're like, we might have an actual thing here that we have to bring Mark in on more, not just for a bit, but like, I think he might be good at this stuff. I don't know. Or even if he's not like even dude, almost he, even better. He hits though. Like he's still hitting on some of these. Like even if you followed, even if you made, if you followed Mark's bets every week and bet 10 bucks. Okay. So let's say you're down $40 now. Cause he's been, he hasn't won, but then he gave you Jason day first round leader. And you bet that 10 bucks. I mean, you're way up. You're up $660, $70, I'm almost thinking we should have him give like, I'm going to go on a limb and assume he's gambling on more than just the golf tournament. Like maybe Mark gives like three, four picks. We talked about about that too. When we first started it, like just give us, give us a NASCAR race, give us whatever, whatever the, I mean, we really missed an opportunity with the Super Bowl this past week. And I'm sure he put something down on some stupid bet on that. But nevertheless, uh, I think this bit is going to become like a legit thing that we have to do. Leave a comment down below what kind of gambling content you want to see out of Mark. Like what kind of picks, how many, whatever. Let us know. Who knows? Maybe this will be that range of a show mostly about gambling, sometimes about golf. (laughs) Responsibly, of course. Gambling responsibly. Yes, absolutely. Um, You brought it up. Can I, I, I I feel like I thought I knew and then I didn't. Basically, as long as I've paid attention to any sort of media. um, Why? Why is it okay to call it the Super Bowl until like the week of, and then everything has to call it the big game? Well, you, so they trademark Super NFL owns Super Bowl, right? The term Super Bowl, so you can't use it without their permission. So Nobody, right. you can't use any. You can't like we can say it. It's not a big deal if we say it, but commercially speaking, oh, so uh, you can't like, advertise the Super Bowl. It's the big game sale, or it's the get a TV uh, for the okay. big game. So yeah, like they, hey, they did try it. to. Place a bet on the big game. I'm, right. I'm encouraging to place a bet in my sports book, so I'm technically using it to mark. Okay, right, right. And they did try to uh, to trademark the big game, but were denied. <laughs> so that's why everybody is. I kind of wish they would have gotten it because what else could you call it? The game on Sunday, the event, the Sunday event, America's biggest annual match. <laughs> So it's for the, I, not to go too far off topic. We got to get back to the Phoenix Open and you know following Mark's pick. Um, I have I, let's just say uh, a person that lives nearby who's a their family's just like I don't know about you with football people, but there's always there's like football people and then there's people like I love a lot of things to like a sick level, and then there's this like the way football just gets into people's blood. Oh yeah, I mean it's an American thing for sure. I mean it's, it's not just your neighbors, but yeah, we everyone's right. got a friend, right? That's kind of like that. That's just like where they sit it, down and they're going to watch it for eight hours, and they got the package and it's the whole thing. They're and, like they're, yeah. if they're going to uh, a game. For instance, they're going to the big game. They got their tickets and they're going and but they're not a fan of either team. Right. So they'll wear like their team. Like, oh, God, I just love football. So I'm wearing a football jersey it's here. The worst. Like that. So anyway, Those people, man, you just 
fire yourselves from sports. Right. Honestly, don't, if you're going like, you see it at Cubs games too, a lot, like it'll be Cubs reds and someone will show up in a Brewers jersey or something. Like, what are you doing, man? Get out of here. I, I'm getting Go to, somewhere else. I'm getting to a point too, where I'm like, I don't know if any, like if you're above the age of 25, I don't know if I want you wearing a jersey, but this is me. Like, well, I'm, I, I'm like turning some, that too. Like I'm turning a weird life corner. I is when somebody <laughs> said something about like, it's weird to wear when you're, 35 years old and you're wearing a hockey jersey with some 20 year old kid's name on your back i was like god that is weird yeah i've never been i think i don't know if it's i've always considered it because and maybe this is why you're the same way but um like we were athletes we wore our names on our backs literally yeah and so it just feels weird to wear someone else's name on my back and i'm real finicky about numbers i don't go figure like, <laughs> i'm not just gonna wear somebody's random number you know, um, I did have for a short period of time a Seabrook jersey, but yep. he wore seven, and I loved I loved the number seven. And I loved Brent Seabrook, so I was able to sort of come to terms with that. But that I'm not a big jersey. You, you won't see me in a jersey ever, unless it's I, like one of my kids or something or whatever. I don't well, know. and I always thought too the guys who like get the like vanity plate jerseys where you're like, you're like, okay, funny guy. I'm yeah. almost like, as I've had this kick of like, you know, ditch the Jersey completely. When people are clever with those, I actually think I might appreciate them now. Would I mean, you not wear like a 69. <laughs> right. Not right. like that, but like right. every now and then you see a clever one or someone it's like they purposely know it's one of their like bad masking tape jobs because a player left. So it's a new like right. they're like right. they know it's as bad as it. it yeah. You know. I guess the other thing and I'm not telling if you want to wear a jersey, wear a jersey. I'm Correct. Correct. Um, we should yeah, have made that disclaimer, but it's right. Put it on record. We're just talking personally speaking. Um, I guess there would there's there's a one caveat maybe like if you're wearing the jersey of a Hall of Fame player that is dead, then I think that's okay. Like a you know like one of the greats. Like if I'm not buying a, I'm trying to think of a player's name like an Ian Happ jersey. Like Ian Happ's <laughs> a fine player. I'm not gonna wear his jersey, right? Uh, right. I'm not gonna wear like I remember in the in the dark days. Well, we're back in the dark days of Cub games, but like. Guys are walking around Ryan Terrio jerseys. Like, what are you doing? This guy, he's a 4A guy. He's barely a major leaguer. You're buying his jersey and you're going to wear it? Like, what's the matter with you? Stop no, it. The, but it says the riot. Get it? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. But like that kind of stuff, you know, like, come on. It's got to be upper echelon, you know. And they had to have, like, here's, a, here's the other thing. Like, all the Chris Bryant jerseys that were out and about. Well, now you have a... A Chris Bryant jersey that doesn't even exist in real life. Like it's he's not a cub. He he left. Uh, same with Rizzo. Rizzo's a Yankee, and people are walking around with that they Rizzo. Like no, they have to retire as a cub, be a cub, live their life as a cub, and then How go into the you, Hall of Fame. If they're going into the Hall of Fame wearing that logo, then how, okay, I'll allow it. How do you feel about? Okay, Rizzo leaves. Right. Mm -hmm. He's the Yankees. Now I'm going to, I'm going to regularly to go see the Cubs play the Braves and insert, insert any national league team here. Okay. I'm going to show up wearing my Rizzo Cubs Jersey. No, that's no, <laughs> no, he's not a Cubs oh, anymore. Okay. Like what are you doing? Like, no, put some masking tape on the back of it and put on whoever's wearing whatever. I can't remember his number now. That's shame on me. I should remember his number. 44. He's a 44. I was going to say he's a double digit. Um, 
What about uh, we've really gone off the? I I say, don't worry, don't worry. I'm coming back to (laughs) what started us down this rabbit hole. Would you wear a double zero Griswold Blackhawk jersey? Oh no! It, like it, as coming to terms and my whole perspective changing, I'm st- I still see that I'm like, no, and especially because here's the, this will surprise everybody. I'm like, not nah, that's a knockoff. That's a fake. Like that's not a right. real Reebok made jersey or right, right, whatever brand Adidas is making them now. Um, mm-hmm. Insert whatever brand, and there's a million tells. Uh, that's the other rule is we're an authentic jersey. And I'm gonna say manufactured by the company and licensed fine you don't want to pay 450 dollars for the this with the tie down strap for a hockey jersey i get it but don't go by like ah there's this guy selling it (laughs) Uh, like in the stand out there and it was they're like 75 bucks or this was a big one for hockey jerseys like 15 years ago Oh no! I have this buddy who actually has like a hookup with yeah, yeah, yeah. with Reebok, so he can get yeah. the, the sh- yeah. jerseys at cost. I'm like, here's those, a, those aren't here's real jerseys. Other, here's what I will say. Um, again, you can wear whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Um, except for the shirts. If you're a grown man wearing a t-shirt that looks like a jersey, don't stop doing that. Stop it. I mean, take I agree. a good look at yourself. And you're better than that. All right. Press guy wearing a jersey. Stop I will it. tell you, I agree. I agree with you to just don't. Right. But I think I'm in a world where I'm like, I can, I can tolerate that more than the jersey because at least it was only like a. It's like 20 to, bucks. 20 to $35 dollar investment. <laughs> right. and you're just kind of, that's funny. I'll, I'll do right. just get a, a few times. But can you just get, if, I mean, just get a t-shirt with your team on it. Just do that. Oh. And then you can wear it forever. Uh, and then it's fine. Imagine that. Imagine yeah. that. Um, yeah. Anyways, all right, back this, to our regular schedule. Say, discussion. Point of where I was going with that, you asked, so, so they trademark uh, the big game. Correct. What do you call it instead? And I was thinking about this, um, observing, you know, the hey, Super Bowl party, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, right? Ah! right. I was like, what? I almost was thinking, I'm going to ask him, like, hey, is this is super, is like the Super Bowl your family's Super Bowl? And I realized, like, wait a minute. Like, I didn't even think of that because you might say, like, oh, is, uh, you know, like Christmas your family's Super Bowl for holidays? Or, you know, just that the way people do, like, is this your oh, Super right. Bowl? Right. And I right. go, this that's why they say is this your super bowl this but the, yes this is right. the super bowl literally <laughs> right. and figuratively right. Right. Uh, i would tell you a good a good two hours or so went by where that kept you know how you get texts from me all the time like this just popped into my head yeah i had to tell someone like for the next two hours that just kept coming back how disappointed <laughs> in myself i was like what's wrong with your brain and that's like uh, when's the last time you went to a super bowl super bowl party uh, we were talking about this did you go to did you ever I, go to a super bowl I, party? Define super bowl party so like my again more than our, five people one of them yeah not related to you maybe right, my sister uh with our birthdays bunched up like they are my sister has us over to watch the super bowl at her house so it was okay. her, her son her husband's out of town for work already my parents and then my four families, so like that was our Super Bowl party. All right. All right. So it's, it's just a family thing. Right. But it isn't yeah. the whole like, everybody come over. And watch. Like, right. Yeah. We did the bar packages for a long time. 
mm. some friends and I, when I lived like walking distance to the, to our bar, to our local watering hole, we would do that. Cause we like knew, obviously we we were there all the time. And so we would just go and it was one of those like pay $200 and then eat all the, eat as much as you want and drink as much as you want. And I think there's a time, that. like a time and space or situation in life. Yeah, for sure. But for mm. me, like, Oh yeah, no, no I'm not doing. It. That's why I asked because the last yeah. time I did that, I was I don't know, thirty maybe. Right. And if it was just like if it's just, I'd say we didn't have kids, all that. I think right. I'd, people would be like, do you want a Super Bowl party? I'd be like, or you just want to go to some random bar or place or whatever and just uh, drink. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, never right. mind the Super Bowl. All right, cool. Right. That's kind of what, and it, even then, I would probably bail at halftime most of the time. Be like, all right, I'm, that's enough. I'm good. Yeah, I just I'm, well, I so go the, home and watch it and fall asleep. The version we we find we've found now with having the kids and doing this with my sister the last few years. Um, you know, it's bedtimes. It's school night, so we yeah, gotta, we, yeah. we leave usually after the halftime performance, right? Um, and <laughs> um. I, I say to my wife, I'm like, I don't, I don't care about the Chiefs, You're the what? Eagles. My wife, Thank sorry, uh, I don't care about this game at all. But yeah. I feel like, well, I've already watched this much of it. I need <laughs> to see what happens and finishes right. now. And then there's that little bit of, I know on the internet. I mean, Howard Stern, anything I consume, yeah, it's going to be t- discussed. Somehow, it's like I, I just need to know. At least, right. so I, not even so, I, I, I don't care if I have an opinion or any insight to provide. Yeah just so I know what's happening around me to some degree. Right. So, yeah. Super Bowl. Anyway, Phoenix open Mark's picks. He might leave us. Yeah. Let us know what kind of picks you want. Yeah. So Mark's uh, 700, $700 richer. I mean, should we go, um, well, let's finish up the discussion around the Phoenix and then we'll move on to uh, El Tigre's show, the tiger show next week. Yes. Uh, so uh, you have a note here, the return of Rick. I tell you what, how did you watch some of that? I did. I mean, he's, I, he's acing our threes. I watched more golf this weekend in this tournament than I have in a year and a half. Really? Really? Yeah. I, and I, I think part of it was like, I got to start watching golf, especially when we have this show. Like, nah, no, I forgot to watch it. Like, so it might have been a little bit of that, but. I think now we talked about this before. Like, this is when I feel like historically you start to pay closer attention anyways. Well, and there's some I, better stuff happening and better Jay, courses and that kind of stuff. Our guy, Mark, with the bet helped put a little spirit into it for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Nick Taylor story. Uh, oh, and I don't know yeah. which which of the, you know, the knuckleheads, which God, by the way, no Azinger is makes. The, I don't know. It's so nice. I haven't even thought about it. I forgot he existed. I don't know. God, it's so, it's so You brought better. up Trevor Immelman being a fresh yeah. breath of air and. I'm listening to him without Azinger and I go, you know what it is? I think Immelman doesn't even have to be good. It's not. Oh, no, Azinger. it's a low bar. Yeah. Right. right. And, it, and so right. it's so, I feel like it's so bad right now where it's just like, <laughs> oh, this guy, thank God we have him. So I, it's true. It's true. I mean, he might be great too. I'm not saying he's not. It's just, I re- like, God, the like energy suck that azinger is for me and my golf watching experience so he's just not yeah he's just not good i mean just i don't, I don't know I, I would love someone to comment and tell us why what makes him good if you think he's good because i don't there's that, nothing that, that he offers that is insightful or meaningful um he's a that's a good shot that's a bad shot guy 
Uh, he, he, I think he leans on nervy. He, he leans on all the sort of, you know, typical just um, and attributing his past success as a Ryder Cup captain or tournaments he's won does not make him a good broadcaster. So don't no. you cannot use that when you no. when you defend it down below, please. No, no. But Agreed. Rick, minus Anyways, 10. 10 under. Uh, I think that's two two tournaments in a row where he has played really well. I think his golf, you know, he's changed his golf swing. Um, he's striking the ball really, really well. I, I I'm wondering. If at some point Mark was a huge back in the day with during Ricky's Rick, excuse me, Rick's heyday, huge fan. I mean, Puma guy, orange, the orange on orange look. He loved him. I'm wondering at some point if Rick isn't playing well enough that perhaps Mark drops his name in uh, in one of his picks because I, I I just feel like it feels it feels like he's back to me. He's, he's hitting the ball well. He's putting the ball in the fairway. If his putter gets going a little bit, here we go. Here we go. I don't. I don't I, know. I don't want to hear these words come out of my mouth and be this kind of like golf talk guy. But I'm not telling you I need him to contend and like win tournaments and all that. But having him in the mix, 100 percent, feels like a like it's just a little more enjoyable to consume the product. Yeah, I I found myself that's really funny you say that because I've got no uh emotional attachment to him or anything or mm-hmm. whatever, but damn if I don't find myself pulling for that dude. Like I want that guy to succeed. I don't know why he hasn't had any hardship. Do you feel or, and, you know, like, like he's just like I don't know, I just I don't he's just a likable guy. I don't, I don't see, even know that. Like, that's he's true. not even in like a, you know, the, the promotional materials are minimal and he's he's not getting a lot of airtime outside of like when they show him on the course these days. I feel like it's a body language thing. There's just something about yeah. You see him and you're like he feels pleasant. Right. <laughs> right. And maybe because he's also has these other outside interests besides golf and makes him you know, more well-rounded, you know, he's got the bike stuff or whatever. I don't know. He just seems like, I don't know. I, I just, for whatever reason, I can't help but hope that he does well. And I have no explanation or reason why I feel that way. Right. I love, I, I loved, uh, quote unquote, jail suit, Ricky with the <laughs> long hair and just orange, orange, orange. I know there's still something he hasn't, I will say this about, about Rick is that we can let's lose the mustache. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then let's, let's, um, let's just work on your look a little bit. Let's evolve a little bit more. Um, cause it's still not quite there. He's, I feel like he's caught in the middle of heyday mullet Rick. Um, but, you know, he's got the weird sunglasses. Like, come on, man. Let's modernize the look. He's, he's, he's too cool of a guy to, to be wearing that stuff. I agree. Quite honestly. I, I, I agree with that sentiment for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is sort of like uh, Puma. I remember well, be, being in the biz we're in, Chris, um, <laughs> a handful of for years ago. For what we do? For what? Yeah. <laughs> well played um, i remember <laughs> i can't get past it um a handful of years ago a puma press release comes out and you know it's always like the bright purples and blues yeah, and oranges right. and the the rick stuff and yeah. then they're like hey uh quite literally in this press release they said He's getting older. He's growing up. And so are like his tastes and he's sort of moving on in his life and he's looking for something, you know, he's looking for us to produce something that reflects he's maturing. Right. So we're using right. these palettes and these, that palette. Okay. Right. 
So I, but then I feel like, I mean, that could have been five years ago. Right. Yeah. Um, he's, he, he got it. It's like, it stopped. Stopped right there with the, the bad, like actually they're functionally good shoes, but the the Puma high top that like had the weird strap. Oh, yeah, the strap. Yeah. Right. I want totally. to say they're hideous, but from experience, functionally it was a great, great shoe, great golf shoe. Right. right. Um, can't wear that thing with shorts, and like he's stuck with that and some joggers. And you're like, what? This this is tough. So right. I think. Yeah. Um, his shirts fit weird too. Like get it, you know, get those things tailored, Puma. Come on, man. And I'm a like I'm a Puma golf. Puma golf makes nice stuff. I support for them. sure. 100. percent I love yeah. their stuff. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, why Anyways. do you have apologize? To, why are you apologizing, Scotty Scheffler? All right, let's why let's are we, have a, I don't remember. Let's yeah, let's. Um, I'm going to just speak on the behalf of of golf Twitter. Uh, maybe a little bit of golf YouTube. Um, golf podcasts across the board, specifically golf Twitter, at least the people that we have conversations with. So you got, you got to get back off Twitter. You got to get back off. <laughs> I was having fun tonight because there's like five, uh, full swing thought podcasts that just launched today, which is hilarious. Did you see that? They no, all branded, they all branded no, themselves the same thing. It's amazing. It's so good. So good. I, I, I love it. Anyways, you, you hold down the floor for us. Yeah. Uh, at, at any rate, um, we had the conversation. I, I asked the question, right? Um, every The scenario was every PGA Tour player, except for Tiger, we're going to leave Tiger on the side. Every PGA Tour player is playing the best golf they could possibly p- play of their life right, yeah. on the same course at the same time. We said Rory, Rom, uh, a couple of guys were like, maybe JT's in there. Um, some weirdo said, Cantley, get out of here. God, Nobody, you really, when you when you pop back on Twitter with those with that topic, man, we got taken to task for that for like daring to not have other people's answers. I'm like, oh, right. my right. my apologies. I mean, a lot of people did agree with us. A lot of people said we're like we said Rory for the most part. My point is, nobody said Scotty Scheffler. Mm. nobody zero people not even a, an honorable mention nothing including you and me nobody said scotty scheffler yeah. this is this is the masters champion reigning masters champion uh once again now he's back-to-back phoenix open champion like what does this do i know he's kind of boring you know he, most of the time he lost the lead in the uh in the tour championship last year he had a six shot lead or whatever he lost to the rory i get it but for the most part when that dude's got a lead that's a wrap. If he goes into Sunday, he's, I mean, I don't know what he has to do to, he's the number one player in the world now, if you care about those things. But I just, we all actively sort of disrespected him. And I would like to apologize on behalf of golf Twitter. Because now, clearly he should be in the conversation. As you, boring as of a game as he has, the dude is winning golf. How many on Sunday? Like, for, oh man, maybe they'll gain a stroke on him. And he's making like an uh, 11 to 18 foot par putt. Right. Yeah. He's hitting these oh, shots that he has to hit. The 16 on, on 16 to par 16 on Sunday. He had to par that. Did it. Boy, he, and he, he uh, eagles, whatever it was, 12 or something to go up three. Like, wasn't it just on 18? I mean, it wasn't necessarily super important, but he came up short, right? It was a big monster, like yeah, not just an easy shot. like long, long chip. And they made comments. Probably, probably Trevor Immelman, our new favorite broadcaster, right. uh, made a comment. I don't know if it was him. A few holes prior about how like 
anytime this guy gets faced with these like really tested crucial chips that are, he needs to get close to get up and down. Yeah. He, he gets them close no matter. No matter yeah. So I, yeah. now I'm waiting for when you publish this short, cause you inevitably will. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get taken to task. Like that's still Rom. It's still Lord. Fine. The I'm point, saying, the yeah, apology right. is we apologize for not, I, and I'm I'm joining in. I'm with you on right. that. Okay, right. you you are represent rightfully so. You're representing everybody, like you said. Right. <laughs> That's right. It should have been a name in the conversation. Uh, Nick yeah, Taylor. Is, people are like, oh, that guy, you know, hey, he didn't have enough down stretch. The guy shot a 65 on Sunday. Right. Exactly. So yeah, exactly. He, had, he had an inopportune bogey around. Uh, did he? Yeah, he bogeyed 16. He had that big lip yeah. out putt. Yep. Yeah, that was a bad bogey. He still shot a 65. He right. wouldn't have won anyway. Right. It's like he right. would have had to shoot 61 to, to win the tournament, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That, I, that's all I'm saying. I, the, I would. And yeah, that's. I, I would wonder if if people don't des- think he deserves to be in the conversation, what would he have to do to be in the conversation at this point? I, don't, I, I almost I feel like don't. he he's I mean at not at old tiger rates, but like it does feel he's the only player. I mean, think of like when Morikawa got hot for a while, Brooks yep. got hot for a while, Bryson yep. got hot for a while. It's like he is the only player. I feel like who had his little flash of climbing up the charts, winning a big tournament or major, and then continuing it. And I feel like he's hit a run over the last. 18 months where it's almost like he's he's just printing wins and top 10 finish just printing them right <laughs> right uh, i wonder again. if it's just because he's like i mean let's face it he's kind of schlubby and plain and you know just kind of like a dude like he's not chiseled or athletic like rory he's not this you know this angry spaniard like rum uh and just you know he doesn't less you know, dynamic he's not the, yeah, that, that I wonder if that's like actually working against him, like just because nobody wants to see him up there, so they wouldn't talk to him. I don't know. Anyways, that was my Scotty shit flare. That's thought. a good one. I think that's a good. It's a good thought. It's a good thought. Let's do a quick before we move on to next week. A quick check in on the rest of our pros. Yes, Sahith T thirty nine at minus three. Like, all right, yeah. he's he's in the mix. Shout out Sahith, and then yeah. um, another made cut by our dude. So. Yeah, just, just, you know, collecting those points. Paycheck. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. And at, speaking of, oh, man, when it was still close with Scheffler and Taylor, this could be cha- life changing for Nick Taylor. I'll be honest. I've never heard of Nick Taylor before. And I looked it up. Canadian guy. He's 34 yep. years old. I'm like, mm, this is, is, he, is he a journeyman? But it sounds like he's not. It sounds like he's a pretty consistent PJ Tour player. I'm just not aware of. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Canadian, Canadian, they're pushing that. And then they're like, this uh, TBC Scottsdale's his home course. Uh, you know, he lives here. You <laughs> like that's like, like saying I'm like I'm Canadian because I went there once and played hockey. The guy lives in Arizona. He's yeah. in Arizona now. Stop you it. You can say that about you can say that about Rom too because Rom right. makes Scottsdale his home. Right, but he's a Spaniard. But that doesn't really no, work. The narrative. You got to grow with the narrative. I know. Man. Obviously, I'm mean, like, I know he's Canadian. I know. Okay, but right. good for him. But anyway, their point being, like, if he were to win today, since an elevated tournament, it's three point six million dollars for first place. <laughs> and I went, 
hang on. I understand this is a live golf response, but Jesus Christ. First place at a non-major is $3.6 million. I know. He still won 2.2 or something. I, was, I think it was like I should say. Two, I, I think it was like 2.4. Yeah, 2.4, maybe. Yeah. It's, it was a lot. Solo, a solo second place. And I'm sure it's the yeah. biggest check he's ever taken. He's probably comfortably set for next season now. Um, I hope so. Got it. I mean, that. Money. And then I saw a great tweet today. Um, was it Shane Binkin? I remember it was one of the one of the usual suspects who is very golf Twitter, but you're like, yeah, actually, you're not that annoying, and you, your insights yeah. are generally pretty good. And yeah. they said, "Let I think if it was someone insufferable, well, my bad." Um, <laughs> he said, "Nick Taylor is a great example of uh, you know you think these guys aren't that good or whatever." Just because he's not, he's not around with the top guys most of the time. He's not one of the big names. You don't recognize him. I will guarantee you, if you bring him out to your club or any club, he will embarrass every single person you Correct. have there. Your club champion, everybody. Correct. And so the guy's like, maybe we should put a plus one or two in every tournament just to provide the perspective. <laughs> That's yeah and watch him finish. I mean, we do. They do that, right? They when they have the amateurs, like the college kids, come in. And, you know, they're obviously right. college golfers and they've on full rides and they go out and they shoot a 10, a 10 over. I love it. The Masters, especially when you have the Bernard yeah. Longers of the world coming out and shooting their age and like they're on the leaderboard, you know, for the first two and a half, three days. Right. Meanwhile, this kid who's going to be like, quote unquote, the next Spieth or whatever, won the USAM and then shoots, you know, like. 32 over in two rounds. Right. He shoots four eighties. Right. That's right. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Who's finish, the other guy? We got, we got another guy, right? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. Not in the, in the, the big tour, but, uh, over, <laughs> over on the corn ferry. Yeah. Uh, our guy, Zach Fisher and our guys, <laughs> our guy, Akshay Badia, they all traveled <laughs> to Bogota, Colombia. Oh, God. to miss the cut. <laughs> To play two rounds of golf and go home. Willie, Willie Mack the third, though that uh, sensational story made the cut. I forgot what place he got, but he's in my oh, yeah. in my favorites in the scoring thing. So I saw he made the cut. Good for him. Nice. But I was thinking like people talk about the golf grind and even on PGA and stuff. Think of these guys on the Corn Ferry Tour, much smaller Man. paychecks, whatever. Yeah, it is not, to get the whole machine, your caddy and all that, like yeah. shipped to the yeah. Bahamas, to Colombia. That little. I, yeah, so they got to be supplementing those guys. Like, hey, here's how we'll somehow, because that has to be the you biggest hope so. purse suck in the world. <laughs> Good band name, purse suck. Trademark, trademark. <laughs> TM. Um. All right, there's our pro check ins. We got. Re- oh man, should have worn my Riviera hat. My friend Mark brought back for me. <sighs> God bless it. Next week. Right. Next week. All right. Yeah, we've got uh, we've got Riviera coming up. Uh, another big tournament. Always a good turnout. Um, lots of guys. Um, and so Mark wanted to chime in on a pick. So uh, here he is coming off fresh off his plus seven thousand victory via Jason Day and his seven hundred dollar win. Let's throw it to Mark. Yeah, what's up, fellas? We out here in Lee's Ferry. 
getting some brown trout. <laughs> each one's <laughs> each one's worth thirty three bucks. Yeah, baby. My boy Q just got one in there. Most beautiful place on earth. Uncle Cyrus back there on the back deck duty. It's out here doing our thing. Every three brown child's worth 150. And we got a whole live well full. If they're over 20 inches, they were 300. And there's one right there. Got over two grand in fish right now for two days. We about to double, triple that up and put it on our boy. Who's our boy? Will, Will uh, Z Z Z Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris, baby. Zalatoris. Bet that. That's what I meant. He's humping the fish. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Q? I was. I did think it was like, ah, maybe we can edit around that. But, oh, God, it's so, so good, though. Anyways, uh, that's, that's the pick. There you go. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Q. Uh, thank you, Cyrus. Uncle Cyrus. Uncle Cyrus, yep. And uh, yeah, there you go. And hopefully we'll have Mark back more often with some other uh, little sneaky picks that he finds. I got to say, um, I just happened to check. Uh, I wanted to see what the odds of uh, Will Zalateria was. Stationary. <laughs> Will Zalatoris. He is, he's plus 4,000. So it wouldn't, I mean, a $10 bet. I mean, if he does come back and win uh this week it's a pretty good payout um you might have to take a few five bucks out of the youtube fund uh, for us right yeah one. guess what um we were just talking about uh rick guess what rick's sitting at to win plus 1500 plus 5500 jeez it's pretty good so the other ones i thought um i was just looking at the list of plus 4000 with with Zalatoris. um Spieth, Matsuyama. These are all people who are playing like pretty decent. I feel yeah, like these Jason are, Day. Jason Day. He's plus four thousand. I feel he's like these are, are big numbers for as well as these guys are playing. I know, and I think a sneaky one. And we're turning into a gambling. I said, look at show. us being God a gambling show. I know, um, and I loved watching him at Waste Management. That's why, because he just looks like he's another dude that he. It looks like he just hates everything, and even when he gets a birdie, he's like, "It's about time!" Like, God damn it, uh, Tyrell Hatton. Yeah. Tyrell Hatton it just looks like he just hates himself for four hours a day on the golf course. He hates everything about himself. He hates his game. Oh, that just made me just miss. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I miss Ian Poulter being around purely for him and Terrell and yeah. their their interactions yeah. and content. <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. So he's at four thousand two. So those are pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, we might have to might have to start the. The show pot on one of those guys because that's uh yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. good odds. I don't know what the favorite I mean, I don't know what the favorite who the favorite is, but uh it's probably I think Scheffler's playing, so he's probably favorite. So he is back. <laughs> what are Tiger's odds? Uh I don't know. I didn't look. Long, long. ten thousand or something. Um have the hire him a driver this week jokes started rolling in on the internet yet? <laughs> no, not yet. God, what a terrible joke. Well, you know they will. Or not it's jokes, true. but like commentary. Like, okay, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we get it. I get it. Yeah. And then something oh. about 
the necessary like Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Riviera talk as well. Right, right. Oh, Rom is the favorite. John Rom is seven plus seven fifty. Okay. Love I can name. tell you though, like, uh, yeah, it's it does seem really Scotty Scheffler's plus one thousand. Man, I love that golf gambling though. It's like the odds. The odds are always plus something because it's still no matter how hot you are. They're right, like, right. It's right. still, it's still really such hard. Crapshoot or whatever. Yeah, Tiger's plus ten thousand. So if you want to get crazy, throw ten bucks down on Tiger. Wouldn't wouldn't kill you. Might have to might have to do that. I'm sure he's gonna, <laughs> sure he's gonna win too. <laughs> and here we are. They, they sucked us in. Damn it, gambling yeah. bastards. God, do it, do it responsibly and all that. I think. Yeah, have, for real. Well, no, we don't. We're not partner with anybody. We don't have to. We don't have to say. That's anything. also true. That's also true. Don't even start on that. All right. Um, do you want to get to this last topic or do you want to save it? What's the last topic? Your fun facts. Oh, let's save those. Let's All save right. those because that's going to be a lot of q and I got a lot of questions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quiz you on that stuff. Really fun. Don't do any Googling. All right. No, Don't no, try no, going no. and cheating like you always try to do. I know you try to prep so much for these kind of shows. Um, the only facts I'm into with golf these days, we have to get back to our – the golf trivia box. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We got to do another golf trivia. I like those in person, but we do have to do another one of those. Well, sure. the weather's been nice. Might, we have to whip up a garage. And the garage is like in total disarray for using like a garage for making content. Right. Because I have the mat down, the ring light, go, uh, Goodwill clubs everywhere. Right. Uh, <laughs> garage show might be in the, <laughs> might be, uh, it's in not the, a, in the not a terrible idea. Not a terrible idea. I'm into it. All um, right. All right. What, what do we got to have? What, what else do we have? On the channel, we have um, we have a, we have a Gear Talk podcast that dropped around the Srixon ZX2 uh, ZX Mark II irons that just went out. Um, stay tuned for more of those. Uh, if you're not subscribed to the podcast and just want those, I mean they're going to be there. We have another one. We have two more, I think, ready to go after this one. Um, you unboxed. Uh, what did you unbox today? The Cobra, Cobra irons. Tour irons. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So you unbox those on the channel. So go check that out. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. And then if you're, you know, if you're feeling crazy, you can swing over to drivingmaterials.com and check out the uh, Lab Golf Link One putter review. The, I think it's a fun one. Also a podcast about have, that one. We have an unboxing. Do you have the unboxing for that coming up soon? So you hear us talk about it more and we'll obviously get it out and yeah. do something with it. Um, yeah. It's a neat little, neat little putter. Oh, here. <laughs> In Cleveland, RTX, uh, RTX 6 wedges review from Tommy. Just close the show, Chris. <laughs> Cameras. Oh, my God. It's the best. I love this show so much. All right. Uh, I'll just take over. That is Bill Bush, whose camera just stopped functioning entirely. You can follow him at Range Heroes uh, on Instagram and Twitter and definitely TikTok. He is TikTok hot right now uh me i'm chris uh chris McEwen. you can follow, follow me in the same places and then like uh bill said if you want to go to facebook i'm not very active but it's at chris McEwen. uh don't forget leave a comment talk to us about the show let us know what you think but everything we've talked about subscribe like the video hit the bell uh bill and i are going to get be getting out at least to uh, a driving range and hopefully a golf course here to do some testing and shooting some video so you're going to want to catch that uh and podcast listeners thank you the numbers have been great. Uh, we really appreciate it. 
uh, subscribe to that podcast and rate and review it if you wouldn't mind. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> I have a bill I can't see anymore. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye.